What is up, guys? Dun -dun -dun, dun -dun -dun. We steal from everything. Dun -dun -dun. Yes, this is not Sports Center. This is the Fumble Brewski. You came to the right Even place. Even better than Sports Center. Even better than Sports Center. Because you got me, your boy, Fernando Marco, with my lovely bedazzling co host, Spencer the Koala Karimski. How are we doing tonight, Spence? I mean, let's be real. I think the song sounded better as an intro for the Fumble Brewski than it did for Sports Center. 100%. I mean, I may, be, I may be biased, but that's what it sounded like to me. I'm pretty biased, you know, but, you know, we got da-na-na-na-na-na-na. And we got snap, we crackle, have... pop. Fuck you, Rice Krispies. We're stealing from everybody. Nobody's coming after us. Fuck you guys. It's what we have to do, you know. Get ahead in the game. And we then... do have an exciting episode tonight, though. We had a surprising Wednesday afternoon football game. There's no Thursday night game. Fernando might finally do his bullet head. And we have a special edition of WWBD. What would Brendan do? My favorite Krimsky. I mean, yeah, he is your favorite Krimsky, even though we know what you really think. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But, it, goes, but, it goes Brendan, your brother. Peter, your dad, you and Harrison kind of get tied, you know, so you're Don't looking, worry, you're ahead of me in the rankings also. Uh, I forgot I am part of the, the white fam. Exactly. Your white family. <laughs> uh, anyways, Wednesday afternoon game. Uh, we were just talking before this and that's when we realized that I was a perfect example of why this game is so hard for fantasy football and how it could really screw you over. In another league. Yes, I know. Loser's bracket. I get it. I get it. I suck at fantasy football. You do. But either way, I was the top seed in the loser's bracket. First team to miss the playoffs. Um, Classic. And I'm down. And I ended up losing. I ended up losing by eight points. But the problem was I started Henry Ruggs instead of Marquise Brown because I personally believed that after the last round of COVID tests, the Ravens and Steelers weren't going to play this week. So I'm like, okay, it's like Marquise Brown is injured. And I put in Henry Ruggs, and then Henry, uh, Marquise Brown got, what, 12 more points than Ruggs. So I would have won by four. Damn, that is a tough blow, Spence. I feel you, though, man. It was definitely a tough week for fantasy decisions. That game was on Thursday. I have a ton of Steelers players. I've got James Conner, TJ Watt, Chase Claypool, um, Patrick Queen. TJ yes. White feasted a little bit. He balled. That's what I'm saying. So I was expecting, I was coming with this mentality of, I'm going to go into Thursday with a big lead and it'll make my week less stressful, right? False. Because that game got delayed till Sunday, then to Monday, then Tuesday, and then finally Wednesday. And we didn't find out what was going to happen entering Sunday. So a lot of us were left wondering, do we play our guys? Now in a situation like mine, I would have had to cut like four people because I wouldn't be cutting those starting quality guys. I'd have to cut four bench spots for trash guys. Why do you guys. have to cut them? No, you know, to, oh. make, to make space to replace them. You know what I'm saying? It's a dynasty league, right? Right, yeah. So I've got a lot of valuable bench players, you know, guys who I okay, might not be starting. I gotcha. But I don't want to cut them. You know, like guys like Brandon Ayuk, you know. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, and so I was left in this very risky scenario of am I going to trust that the game gets played? Or do I just and that's Yeah, cut? I think that's even harder – I think that's even harder in a dynasty league. Exactly. So I decided to risk it for the biscuit, you know. And then entering Monday, I'm down 13 or – I think oh, I'm down 18 points, you know, which is fine between three guys normally. But with this precarious scenario, I was freaking out up until today, man. Like, 
finally, when I saw that game get played at 3 o'clock, when I got my first notifications, I could finally breathe easy. No, I finally had a chance. I, I ended up winning, obviously. By Did like, you win? Yeah. Yeah, by 20 points. TJ Watt feasted. He single-handedly won the game. Um, oh, he he did that well. How many points did he get? I could tell for you right now. Last time I stopped checking, he was up to twenty-two. I think twenty-one. Twenty-two. Yeah, like he, he didn't like, even do anything. He had two sacks, man. Two sacks. That's twenty-two fantasy points. I'll tell you right now. T.J. Watt last week had twenty-eight fantasy points. Not last week. This week. I'm this saying. current week. Yeah, he had seven total tackles, two sacks, and three hits on the QB. And that's 22 points? So I get seven points, one point per tackle. So that's seven points. Three points Those a sack. Are... So that's 13 Wait. points. Three points a sack. Okay. So that's 13. No. Um, hits on the QB, I get half a point. So that's 14 and a half total. And then the thing with my thing is like, oh, and he had three tackles for loss too. So I get points for that. That's six points. Okay. That, get, that gets you up to like 20-ish. Yeah. That's a lot of points for a de- for a defensive player. No, yeah, this, this 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 league is a little skewed. It is very heavy on tackling. You get points for your tackle, and then you get points for a tackle, assisted tackle, or a solo tackle. Oh, yeah. Okay, and extra points if it's a tackle for a loss. Exactly. Yeah. So like, it's a very it rewards linebackers very heavy. So like a guy like T.J. Watt, who I use on my D line, is disgusting. Yeah. Exactly. But so anyways, he like, really gets a lot of tackles. I ended up winning the week, but I was definitely scared that if this game got canceled, the auto, uh, an auto W t- would turn into an auto L, you know? So basically, we're in, we're in uh, Opposite separate scenario. spectrums there. Yeah. yeah. I, when it comes to the fantasy gods, they're, they're looking a little better on you than yeah, me right I now. I risked it, and I got rewarded. Spencer, you didn't, but no one can blame you for not. You know what I'm saying? You're right. I fucked I, it up as much as you're saying. Our regular, <laughs> no, in our regular league, where I only had to decide between Christian Kirk and Chase Claypool, I played Christian Kirk, you know? Christian Kirk flopped. Claypool didn't do that much better, but, like, still, you know, like, those little decisions like that, like, ordinarily, yeah, yes, that you played didn't really safe, like, have a, This one, like, you won the game because of this? And I lost the game because right. of this. I, was, I didn't have much choice, though, you know. Like, I had – it was four guys, you know. I had six Steelers-Ravens yeah, I mean, players gonna, total. You weren't going to, like, cut Ayuk or, or – Or J.K. Dobbins or, or – I was going to cut James Yeah, you weren't going to cut them in a dynasty yeah. league. It's just not going to happen. Um, even in a regular league, I'm not cutting James Conner. Like, you got me fucked up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, James Conner's James Conner's a starting running back in any fantasy league. Beyond quality, man. I I think COVID is going to very big play a big decision, man. We're going to be making a lot of fantasy decisions like this, you know. It's going to start getting crazy, man. Look at the Broncos; they literally lost an entire quarterback room. I mean, I mean, after after watching today's game, you have to think that the Broncos really got screwed over, right? I'd be furious, like, man. They must feel like shit right now, right? <laughs> I would be furious. I'd be like, you really couldn't move our game, you know? Like you moved I mean, if their they, game, if, like. Like, if they that game was boring. this game three times, right? I mean, regardless of the entertainment value, like, yes, that probably had a, had a factor in the decision. But if this game was postponed three times, that means they clearly have the ability to postpone games and it doesn't, like, crazily impact the schedule, right? They clearly have that ability. So now the Broncos have literally no quarterbacks and their game doesn't even get postponed one day. Hey, man, shout out Kyle Hinton. You played your best, man. 
You did way better yeah, than Spencer like, and I could have in the NFL. But see, the, see like, I disagree with you there. You really think you could have done better than Kyle Hinton after you got signed to the practice squad a month ago as a receiver? Better. As a receiver signed to the practice better. squad a month ago, and then they just told you, yo, bro, I know you played QB two years ago, so everybody just got COVID. You mind starting okay. at QB? Okay. No, I, I don't want to take anything away from him, right? Because you know, like, obviously – Obviously, respect to him. Like, yeah, that's a that's like an impossible situation to be in. Like, there was obviously they did not set him up for success because he had no opportunity and he's not a quarterback. Whatever. They were dialing um, up streaks on him, man. Like, this is a guy who hasn't thrown in like years, and you're I and know. You, don't, you don't call screens or slants or like little no, in and outs. They, they yeah, were just like, yo, bomb it. Poor. Yeah, I will say <laughs> that surprised me. When the first two passes I saw him throw were like 30 yards down the field. Jesus Christ, man. Like lobs. Um, but, but what I'm saying is that if you look at the final stat line there, he was one for nine or something. No, maybe he had, what, 15 passes? Three for 15? Let me look up the stat line. Hold on. It was something crazy, like three for 15 for 13 yards and two picks. Right? Like, why can't I do that? Assuming that I'm healthy enough to play, like, and I don't get hurt the whole game. What, Spencer, why can't I do that? I'll I don't know about you. screen passes. Exactly, but they didn't ask him to throw screen passes. I can't throw accurately more than 15, 20 yards. After that, dude, that shit is gone. Yeah, but like, I think I could throw a screen or, like, hit one little, like, flat route. You know what I mean? I mean, dude, this, this kid was getting mauled. You know, and like that's also I think is a is a big testament. He's a small guy, and the fact that he stood up, bounced back from those hits, what a trooper, man! He literally knew there is no one else. I have to do this, or we're fucked. You talk I about mean, screens, yeah. man. Like those are hits. You know, <laughs> like I, I, Spencer, you're probably like me and him are hit. We're probably his size. You know, like I can't imagine taking that hit over hit, knowing that like this means nothing. I'm probably gonna get cut at the end of the season. They don't give a fuck. They're just playing me right now because I used to play QB. They didn't even want me. They wanted to I play mean, their yeah, strength and conditioning coach. They wanted to play their strength and conditioning coach, a, man. It was obviously, like, an impossible situation. Like, he wasn't going to succeed just because that, like, no matter how confident you are, right, or, like, yeah, I have to do this, right, uh, he's just – he's not a quarterback. You know what I mean? And he's not – probably an NFL quality football player like to start right now either way so to be thrown into that situation is impossible especially against the Saints who are 9 and 2 now yeah well, that being said once again i mean yeah maybe the play calling would have to change but i feel like if i played the whole game right i could go 1 for 9 for 13 yards and two picks like, I think I could throw one screen pass, you know, maybe they break it off for 13 yards. That's clearly what happened. He had one completion, right? And then all I have to do is throw less than two picks in my other nine throws. They, I can miss all of them. I'm a kid right? who got, I'm a kid who got hurt playing flag football, man, and I broke my wrist. So I don't think I'd survive an NFL game. You can actually throw oh, the ball, Spence. Obviously, I won't survive. You, I used to call you Little Ben, you know, so. I mean, you see? I could do it. I don't know about that one. But you hey, had some nice games. Twitter, that, 
What's the over-under on the number of completions I have in a full NFL game? You had some nice games at Dyke Park. I will say that, you know. But at least I'm better than Captain Overthrow. Captain Overthrow. <laughs> Shout out my boy David. His favorite game call, Hiroshima, because that shit was a bomb. Not a good that one. That shit was a bomb. Not a good one, but a bomb. Speaking of bombs, this is going to be some big games. Explosive games, might I say. Ooh, look at that little work. See what I did there. Ah, next week with big playoff implications. Give me to them. Before we get into that, what's interesting about the playoffs this year is that technically the NFC is pretty much already set. The playoff picture, if you look at the stats, it's almost set already. So you have, like, there's a few question marks, but we know which teams are getting in. So you have, it's either the Giants or Washington. Out of the NFC East, most likely, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe the Eagles. Um, but one team from the, from the NFC East, and then no wild cards from there. Then you have probably the Seahawks in the NFC West, with the Rams and Cardinals both being wild card teams, right? Right. Then you have the Packers in the, in the North, and the Saints in the South, with the Buccaneers being the last wild card team. I don't know if you were able to follow that at all. Yeah, I was basically, pa- painting a little picture in my head, you know? Yeah, but basically, the only real, like, there's not going to be real competition for the wild cards. There, like, there might be a little bit, but you at least know the Rams are going to get in, and you at least know the Bucks are going to get in. Right, they'll be jockeying for seeds now more, you know? But see, on the other hand, the AFC, you have still five or so teams that, have, that are within one game for the last wild card spot. With the Dolphins and the Raiders and the Browns and the Ravens and the Colts. All those teams are either 7-4 and four or 6-5. and five. It's going to be a real interesting one, man. We don't have trash divisions like the NFC East, okay, in the AFC. We play- that being said, there's some big games. Let me hear Because them. the Browns are playing the Titans this week. Uh, and if you're a Dolphins fan... Sitting in one of the wild card spots right now, you want the Titans to win this game and sort of run away with that division because that means they'll beat the Browns and they'll beat the Colts along the way. Here we go, Titans. Here we go. Ho, ho. We and are then, the and then funnily, funnily enough, if we make the playoffs, we'll probably end up in a first-round matchup with Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. Wow. A lot of emotions in that sentence, Spence. I did not right? even think of that. Right? A lot of emotions. We'd be going to Tennessee, right? We'd be going to Tennessee. At least if the season ended today, we'd be going to Tennessee. Dude, if they came, if Tannehill played a playoff game in Miami in a Tennessee uniform. Dude, Weird, right? I'm in a garage. I don't know if a car just went very fast or if my heart just started thumping. <laughs> you know, like, Wow. Ah, my only Dolphins jersey is a Tannehill jersey, you know? What are, exactly, year. what are you going to do? What oh are you going to do? I mean, I have, I have like, a, like a Dolphins like camp jersey, you know, the str- it says like Stronger Together on it. It's like reverse. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe you'll have to do that, uh, I guess. From 2014. The jersey matters, guys. The jersey impacts the game. Well, of course it does, man. Think, I, will, I will have gone to Tennessee and rooted Tannehill for Tannehill in that jersey, you know? That is terrible juju to wear that during the Dolphins yeah, game versus him. Yeah, terrible juju to wear that. Oh. You can't do that. Man, there will be so many mixed powers I'm sending to teams, you know. Some to the <laughs> Dolphins, know. some to Tannehill, you know. Mixed confusions. 
I mean, unless Tannehill throws a couple touchdowns to Xavier Howard and Byron Jones, you know, I'm down for that, man. I mean, yeah, he could throw it to the Dolphins receivers still. Dolphins corners, baby. Dolphins corners, exactly. He'll just he'll just say, like, yeah, I used to be on the Dolphins. That counts, right? Uh, what's up, Sam? <laughs> exactly. Uh, either way, big playoff implications. Uh, hopefully, like, we get far enough to see that. But, yeah, Browns, Titans, you really want the Titans to win. And then, uh, okay, here's another one. Oh, this is a funny scenario, actually. So earlier on episode, I forget, maybe seven or eight, we were talking about the Colts playing the Texans and who we want to win, right? Right, of course. Because the Colts were fighting for a playoff spot at that time, like four and five, and the Texans, we obviously have their draft pick. Mm, This week, Colts play the Texans again. Still, same exact scenario. But later in the season, do you still feel the same way? Who do you want to win that game? I'm thinking playoffs, baby. I love I, it. I agree with you there. And, like, I kind of want a worse draft pick just so I can stop hearing these dumb – I don't want to hear any offseason narratives of, oh, should we draft another quarterback to push to a no? Oh, my God. If you have the ninth overall pick or the tenth overall pick, we're not getting a QB, you know? Obviously not. Like, like I don't even think there's a real chance that that would happen. We're, we're like, there's no way we give up on two of this fast. I don't even think there's talks of it. Flores would shut them up, probably. Yeah, I mean, there is the strategy that, like, until you have a quarterback, you don't have a quarterback, you know? And, like, two is our guy, yeah, but, like, I don't know. If you're telling me Trevor Lawrence fell to number five somehow, you know, and we had the fifth overall pick, you're telling me the Dolphins aren't getting Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, I do not think we're getting Trevor Lawrence. If, if they fell I think f- there's no chance, no chance we get a QB unless two is either hurt or has, like, you're telling no, even if he has the worst season ever. You're telling me if the Jets passed on on uh, Trevor Lawrence Spencer, and 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 it somehow he just slid to five. You know this is the, the movie draft day, and Bo Nix has fallen, baby. Trevor Lawrence, well, I'm screaming. Trevor Lawrence <laughs> falls. My bad, guys. I got very emotional for a second. But Trevor, you're Spencer. <laughs> but you're an no, no, if, no. If Trevor you're an Lawrence idiot. fell, if Trevor Lawrence fell. You know, best prospect in the draft. False to number five. Number six. You know, okay, let's say he goes to number six. Pick after Tua. Yeah. We don't draft. I don't take him. You tell me you don't pull the trigger on Trevor Lawrence. I don't pull the trigger on Trevor Lawrence. I would trade Tua in a heartbeat for another first round, for another uh, uh, first and another first, you feel me? (laughs) Okay, does your answer change if the Dolphins make the playoffs this year? Oh, obviously, man. But, like... If Tua, like, if, if, if tell me, like, well, the season fizzled out or we didn't get there because of Tua's arm, you know, in this weird scenario. You really tell me you wouldn't take another like QB? Maybe, maybe, but I give, it, I give it a very low percentage chance that I'd pull the trigger on Trevor Lawrence. I just see it as, as value, man. Like, even if I were to immediately move Trevor Lawrence, you know, somehow. Like, fuck yeah. QBs are dumb valuable. It's a tough... It's a tough situation, but we know you know what we do on tough situations, right? You know who to ask. What would Brendan do? What would Brendan do? And this is a special edition of What Would Brendan Do featuring <sighs> Brendan. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Okay, so you heard himself. most of that debate. You heard most of that debate, yeah. 
right? Should we take Trevor Lawrence if he's there? Yes. With the Texans pick. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. I say no. Almost unequivocally. See, I told and, you. And, but here's my rationale. I, I, I think Fernando is, is definitely right that, that is, that's a fine strategy. I think trading a player... I, I see players compared to picks as like used cars, right? As soon as you drive them off the lot, the value decreases at least 10%. So if I have the number six overall pick, Trevor Lawrence falls to me. I'm happy with Tua, but not quite happy enough that some team thinks I might pull the trigger. I'm trading that pick for everything it's worth. I'm taking a Rams deal. I'm taking two ones and two twos, and I'm getting the hell out of there. Let someone else have Trevor Lawrence, and I'm going to take my, my six draft picks or whatever, whatever comes with it and, and get everyone I want. Get Micah Parsons, get Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, whoever's there. Right? And I think, I think all those true. picks are more valuable, but I think as soon as you draft him, and let him sit on the bench for a year, he becomes less valuable. Of course. No, I definitely I mean, agree. That's, that could be how a team does another, like, Dolphins-Texans trade, where, where a team gives up everything to get Trevor Lawrence, and they, they ride or die on that decision. <laughs> that would be I, I mean, look how it worked for the Rams, right, when they gave up, when they got all those picks from, from the Redskins, I think, for RG3? Yeah. Well, no, the Redskins... Gave up all the picks Gave for RG3. And, and look where those two teams ended up. The Rams ended up in the Super Bowl, and the Redskins are still laughing stuff. It's the same thing. You, you want to be the Rams in that situation, you know? Yeah, but see, imagine it goes the other way. I give up everything for RG3, and he's a two-time MVP with... Like, you know what I mean? The, Red, the Redskins are not and have not been a quarterback away. From, oh, yeah. I from, mean, their team's from winning anything, way. you know? But I'm saying it's all about the risk-reward factor. Like, I don't know if I necessarily blame the Redskins for going all in on RG3. Eisman winner and a runner-up, right? I think a guy with RG3 is a de- definitely a different scenario. Like, you've definitely got to bank it on a production like that. Like, you look at that versus, like, the Bears try to do the same thing with Mitch Trubisky. Like, I have no clue why they traded up to draft Mitch Trubisky. That is not, like, the same kind of guy. Yeah, that was dumb. Like, RG3, like you said, Heisman winner, dynamic runner, a game changer. And at one point before the injury, it looked like it was going to pay off. Mitch Trubisky was a one-year starter, like, out of nowhere, like, kind of okay. And the Bears sacrificed their future, and it fucked them. Even with the injury, even without the injury, I don't think the value was right for the Redskins. So you don't think the risk was even worth it at all? No, I don't think so. I think they gave up way too much. I think how well the Rams were able to do is a testament to that. Like, like just imagine if the Redskins had all those players. I mean, yeah, okay. I, like, obviously, it turned out way better for the Rams. But but I think hindsight's twenty twenty in this scenario, and I'm not saying it was worth it. Like, but I'll, I guess I'm not I guess saying I would have really made saying... that same risk. But I think that RG3, at least at that time, was a reasonable player to, for a team to like make right. a risk but, but for. I guess what I'm really arguing is that barring some traumatic injury to Tua between now and draft day, I'm not, yeah. I don't think the reward of Trevor Lawrence is worth what we're giving up by not, trading off, by not acquiring all the picks that we could acquire. And you know we could acquire a ransom for him. No, yeah, of I, course. And like... I just want to clear up, like, I wasn't saying let's go the Trevor Lawrence route. I just think that, like, if value's there, you got to take it. But that's what, like, I agree, Brendan. If you get that draft haul, even if we get, like, an additional first rounder or another second rounder, that's another guy we get to add to the squad. 
And like it's another Brian Flores guy that he gets to bring to the culture. Exactly. So I'm and down. I mean, exactly. and I mean, if you're saying, if you're saying that your scenario then is a bunch more draft picks, like good draft picks, and you still have two as your quarterback, exactly. like that's also you got. Like I feel like we're assuming that just because Tua had a bad year, it means that he's gonna suck forever. Like no, there's still a pretty good chance that Tua turns out to be a good quarterback in the NFL. Like, I think he's that talented, right? And obviously people do. So even if he has a bad first year, there's a pretty good chance he figures it out, and then your team's in a really good situation. Now, while, while I'm here, I think this year's quarterback class, while not great necessarily, I think this is going to be a wild trade, similar to the ones that we're talking about this year. Because I think I have my eye on a couple of teams A trade right now. in the draft? Yeah, I have my eye on a couple of teams right now, specifically the 49ers, and depending on how Dak does, the Cowboys who might be Ooh, in the no market way. for a top-tier quarterback. No way the Cowboys trade Dak. No way. Oh, I mean, it totally depends on how he heals. Not not trade Dak. I'm saying go up and get a quarterback. Definitely the 49ers. No so. way the Cowboys I don't know about the Cowboys, man. No way. Dirty, Jerry, man. Jerry Jones would not, like, he's a bad person, but he would not do that. No, but the question is, what if he, what if he doesn't heal right? God forbid. I hope he comes back. I hope he comes back better than ever, and they don't. And this isn't their concern. I mean, if the but dog, what if yeah. what if there's an indication by draft day that his leg isn't healing up quite right? Then I think you can draft a quarterback. Right, and they're not going to be in a position to take a top two quarterback. They're going to need to trade up. Same as the 49ers, I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, that'd neither be these, close. Neither of these teams are getting that. No, because they get the to Cowboys play are these, three and eight. Yeah, but they're gonna. They still have dates with the Giants. Redskins, yeah, and they can't and, and beat Eagles, them. They just so. got smacked by the Redskins on Thanksgiving. That's true. They can't beat anybody. Someone's gonna win a game in the NFC East, right? And <laughs> and, and you would think that, but the Cowboys are not winning games against anybody right now. The Cowboys are whopping um, three and eight. The Cowboys are whopping one and four. Oh, sorry, they're, I mean, three and eight total. So they haven't been winning games. Regardless. Hmm. Right? Yeah. And they lost to Washington. They lost to the Eagles. They lost to Washington again. They beat the Giants. That's their only division win. Right? Mm-hmm. So they're one and four against the division? Yeah, but they still have one and three against they the still division. Have, what, two division games left? Eagles and Giants? Neither team looks particularly inspiring. And and, and look, I'm not saying that the Cowboys are good, obviously. Sorry, but, Amanda. No, I'm, I'm not saying that they're going to be the playoff team that comes out of this division. I have my own Washington. But I'm saying they're going to win just enough games that if they want a quarterback, they're going to need to go up and get them. I mean, they were, be cheap. as of now, they would have the third draft pick. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to stay that way, though. What was or the no, other team the you fourth said? draft pick. Sorry. What did you say? What was the other team you were eyeing for the trade? The 49ers. That could happen. They're Moving Jimmy Garoppolo. Would they, would they move him, though, you think, in that scenario? Do you think anybody would want him? Or I don't think anyone would want him. I, I don't think know. they're going to try to move him this year. I don't see why they keep him. He's, he's straight up benched, though. He's perfectly healthy. To Nick Mullins. And, and the 49ers aren't playing him. And so, they're still winning enough games. They're going to have, like, what? Around 49ers, number 10? 49ers pick? just upset the Rams. Yeah. So they'd have Nick to move Mullins draft picks, well. players... They'd have to. I, what's their record like? How far would they have to trade up? So the 49ers yeah. are five and six right now. Yeah, that's so a, they're not. They're not even close to a top draft pick. Yeah, they're gonna have to move heaven and earth if they want one. Of if the they top want, two guys. yeah, if they want one of the top two guys, they're gonna have to trade the, trade the farm. And you see, for them, it might make sense. They 
I could see the 49ers being a quarterback away, honestly, from from getting back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, especially with younger guys like Ayuk and Mostert. Yeah. They're they easy quarterback away, man. They were when Jimmy Garoppolo was on fire. They were I mean, there. They made the Super Bowl last yeah, year. When, yeah, when he was on lock, they made the Super Bowl. This year, he just fell apart, and they have Nick Mullins and CJ Bethard, man. And it's the flow. God's that's good crazy and all, to me. But like the f- that's crazy. The 49ers made the, like they made it to the Super Bowl last year with Jimmy G, and now he's straight up benched for their third string guy last year. Insane. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Talk about a fall, man. The 49ers also do have the worst luck. I mean, of, yeah. Of possibly any team in the NFL. Yeah, that's probably why they're 5 and 6. Yeah. Because there's like a three game, four game stretch, even more, I'd say. Probably a five game stretch where they haven't had anybody. Mostert out, Kittle out, Jimmy G was out for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, the 49ers were putting teams out there McKinnon that looked like the out. Ravens today, yeah. except they didn't have COVID to blame. They, they just got hurt. Yeah, Ayuk was out, Debo Samuel. They was did out. have COVID to blame, man. They had deep, they had like that week where like Kendrick Bourne, Ayuk all got like fake COVID and stuff. Yeah, and true. They had to play like Ricky James and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Ricky James <laughs> balled though. I mean, I guess Ricky when James everybody else like is gone. Fantasy points. When everyone else is gone and like the Packers literally were just not even covering, man. They were like, who the <laughs> hell is this guy, man? And they were just because Trent Taylor was supposed to ball out. I guess they just keyed him up and they were, and Ricky James just kept feasting. And then the 49ers were like, yeah, we're not going to play Ricky James again. They well, knew he's I not good. Came back. Yeah, I guess, but he did pretty <laughs> damn good in his first try. Why not give him a second try? It's not worth, man. I don't know. We clearly have very different GM styles. Uh, but that, 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 I think, is a good way to close. What would you do in this situation? You know what Brendan would do. Now, after hearing all that, what would you do? Tweet us, uh, do you go for Trevor Lawrence if you have the opportunity and you have a struggling Tua? I think that's a good place to leave off the episode, Fernando. Let's run it, boys. Thank you, Brendan, for joining us as always. I love that we all Thank you so much for having me. Loved we, it. We got se- to be back. We got to sell our what would Brendan stickers do, man. Spencer's already got one on the car. Yeah, exactly. We, I did have one on the car. I gotta find that. We had a WWB debumper sticker. Um, it will be the first item added to the store. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be our it'll be our first merch item. Uh, I'm looking forward to the hat. I want a hat. Yep. So. <laughs> You'll wear a hat that says WWBD and a shirt that no, says no, no, no. <laughs> no, I want a Duffelmobruski hat. Oh, Duffelmobruski. I was just Duff thinking of Bruski. I was thinking of a fuck Rice Krispies shirt. You know, like <laughs> fuck Rice Krispies could do that. That can be on the back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but there we go. That is episode, I don't even know. I think we stopped counting. 18. Episode what? 18, 19, I think. 18, Spencer. You said 16 either last way, time and it was episode 17. Either way, it's another episode of the Fumble Brewski in the books. We'll be back this weekend to, to preview all the big games. Wakata, buttons up. Let's <laughs> run it, baby. Peace.